Welcome to Great Loop Radio, brought to you by America's Great Loop Cruisers Association. We're dedicated to sharing Great Loop information and inspiration with those actively cruising, planning for, or dreaming about a Great Loop adventure. This is Kim Russo. I'm the director of AGLCA. Today we're going to be chatting with all of our Harbor Host of the Year finalists to learn more about what they did to become finalists and about the Harbor Host program in general. Before I introduce our first guests, I want to take a minute to recognize and thank our Admiral sponsors who support AGLCA at the highest level. They are Beneteau, Curtis Stokes & Associates, Dog River Marina, Passage Maker Trawler Fest, Skipper Bob Publications, and Waterway Guide Media. As always, we encourage our listeners to support these businesses that support the Great Loop. So we've got four different couples who are finalists in our Harbor Host of the Year program. And if you're not familiar with the Harbor Host program, there are about 300 AGLCA members who have volunteered to assist other members when they're cruising through their home waters with anything from offering recommendations for services to providing transportation for provisioning and other things. And you'll hear a lot more about the program as we work our way through interviewing the finalists. So I'd like to start with our first couple, Jack and Patty Nickerson. Jack and Patty, thanks for joining us on Great Loop Radio today. You're welcome. So let's start. Um, congratulations, first of all, on, on being a finalist and being nominated by uh, more than one of your fellow loopers. Well, we want to we thank everybody that did those fantastic write-ups. I guess uh, we could almost say they wrote them up exactly how we told them to. <laughs> No, clearly they were very uh, well-earned, so congratulations. What made the two of you decide to be Harbor Hosts? Well, we uh, after we did the loop in 15, we were back here in 16, and we weren't really Harbor Hosts, but, you know, after you're in that lull, after you've done the loop, we got real excited every time we saw a looper flag come into the marina. Mm -hmm. So we'd rush over and meet them and have docktails, and then we weren't here in 17, we came back this year, and we said, you know what, we should just, you know, put ourselves out there at the Harbor House for people to get in touch with us. So, and thanks to the hurricane, this was kind of the last uh, good stop until, you know, the people hit the crossing. And also right. thanks to Nepo, all thanks to Nepo, we could uh, stalk everybody and Jack would send messages uh, to the people. And our marina was very good about letting us know when loopers were coming in so we could get a hold of them ahead of time and let them know we were here and you know if they needed anything and um you know of course more importantly uh docktails at 4 30. <laughs> so for those who maybe haven't reached out to you yet uh tell us which marina you're located at and where that is we're in uh niceville florida it's uh, blue water bay um, marina However, we have been known to drive over to the Fort Walton Free Dock, which is about 12 miles away, mm -hmm. and um, meet a few people on that dock also. Mm -hmm. uh, one being the auspicious Herb Seaton, <laughs> who could who could not who couldn't get a reservation to get in here, so we had to go over and uh, haul him over to the pharmacy because he was sick. So. Oh, gotcha. Well, and he of we course have, is a past Harbor Host of the Year. Yeah. Yes. Well, he's helped us in the past also, so. Yeah. So do you have any guess, an estimate of how many loopers you welcomed to your marina or to the nearby uh, free dock? Oh, my gosh. Um, 
Patty actually just kept I have every a list. Card. I have a list, but it would take me a minute to go pull it up. <laughs> oh, that's okay. We're just just kind of curious. Um, it's probably so, uh, it's probably in the in the forties to fifties. Yeah, maybe. we've had quite a few this year. We've had a lot. Oh, that's great. So as I said, multiple people nominated you and some of those write-ups, if, if some of our listeners haven't seen them, on the greatloop.org website. Um, but talk about some of the things, and it doesn't even have to be one of the nomination reasons, but tell us about some of the things you've done as Harbor hosts. Well, I think number one is we've really just let everybody know they've had somebody they can talk to. Some are, are towards the end of almost crossing. Mm -hmm. um, we did. We, we met uh, two loopers that last last winter we were in Fort Myers and we were in their very, very first docktail they got started on the loop. And then we were here when they were just six days from crossing their wake. So we were almost first and last to their docktails. Mm -hmm. And uh, they, they had changed their uh, <laughs> ability, I guess, to handle their boat quite a bit. <laughs> so I guess we could say, well, we help some get started and we help some get finished. But mm -hmm. you know, we've offered many, many things. Mostly, we got three good little rest, uh, grocery stores here, so we make sure that everybody can stock up. Uh, with Panama City out of business and uh, Apalachicola just coming back online, this has really been kind of the last stop for a while for people mm -hmm. before they made the big crossing. So. Uh, We've tried to help people get ready for all of that. And then, of mm -hmm. course, uh, we, we've also been lucky because there's been there's four other gold loopers and one platinum looper that are calling this their winter home. Mm -hmm. So we've been able to add that group to our, our docktails. Some of our docktails have had up to 14, 15 people in them. Very and, nice. Uh, we're also lucky to have... Uh, the very, very famous uh, Eddie the Weatherwag <laughs> right on the corner. So uh -huh. everybody wants to meet wet Eddie. So if we tell them they come to the docktails, they might meet the yeah. famous Eddie. Yeah, they don't care about us. <laughs> they don't care about us. Eddie's around, they're all for it. <laughs> Eddie is certainly a big draw, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. So obviously you're gold loopers um, and not everybody who is a harbor host is a gold looper, but you mentioned earlier that you are. Um, so having gotten some help from harbor hosts on your loop, what has it meant to you to be harbor hosts and to be able to kind of give some of that back? Well, the best thing I think it's for me is that we've been able to continue living the, the looper lifestyle, mm -hmm. uh, even though it's through those that are still doing it or getting ready to finish it. Um, we have plans to do it again. Uh, originally our plans were to do it again in 20, but uh, I think the Corps of Engineers has slowed that down. So we're gonna do it in 21. Mm -hmm. So between then and now we plan to stay here and try to live the lifestyle we can just through meeting all the loopers. And we're probably thinking that the fall or winter of 20 is going to be a very, very slim pickings because we don't think mm -hmm. too many people are going to be getting down through the through the rivers. You're right. And probably those who do will be coming much later than you're used to. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I'm very happy to hear that you're planning to go around again, but also happy to hear that you're planning on being there <laughs> for the next group of loopers coming through next year. So uh, Jack and Patty, thank you so much for your service to your fellow loopers and for your support of them. And uh, we will certainly continue to keep in touch with you as we finish up the voting for Harbor Host of the Year. And hopefully we'll welcome you to Norfolk to accept the award. Okay. Well, thanks for the opportunity. Our next Harbor Host of the Year finalists are Susan Wilson and Foster Shucker. Susan and Foster, thank you for joining me today. Good morning, Kim. Thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to talk to you. You are, of course, uh, this is not your first time as being finalist for Harbor Host of the Year, so congratulations on that. Thanks. I think... Um, it's a pretty eclectic group. No, sorry. <laughs> it's a pretty... Uh, it's a pretty eclectic group. We're, we're pleased to be amongst so many, you know, heavyweights of the loop. It absolutely is an eclectic group. And a lot of people seem to think that Harbor hosts are all people who have done the loop. And that's, of course, not the case. In your case, though, you are gold loopers, have done the loop. But I believe you have plans to go around again. So tell us a little bit about that first. Susan, you want to take that one? Sure. Um Right now, we can't just pick up and go because of family. You know, my mother's in the area. She's elderly, et cetera. But we are planning on doing a loop um, as soon as we're able and hopefully in uh, 2020. Um, and we're going to hit some of the areas that we didn't manage to go to in our first loop. And is that the primary Please. reason for choosing to loop again? Well, actually, we really loved just being on the loop. It's a it's a really different lifestyle. We love the social aspect with the other loopers. And Foster, you can talk about your reasons. Yeah, so it'll be a chance for us to see things that people talked about, like we'll go do the Wisconsin side this time and the Michigan side this time. We're going to make it into a two-year loop, so we're going to go halfway the first year and be able to do both sides of Lake Michigan. So mm -hmm. it's stuff that we missed before that. Loopers have come back and said, yeah, Foster, you know, you and Susan really made an error by not coming to the, the Michigan side. <laughs> well, it is hard to get to everything in in one loop. So I think that's why we're seeing a lot more people go around for a second and even third time. But after you finished your first loop, why did you decide at that point to become Harbor Hosts? So it was a case of we had so much external support that surprised us on our first loop. Uh, we had people offer us rides to places. We had a guy offer a truck to us to be able to, to go downtown. It was kind of a funny story because I said, you don't know me. I have your truck. And he goes, I don't really care. I have your boat. You're coming back. And you're like, <laughs> oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Good point, so, yeah. Just a way for us, yeah. Yeah, so it's just a way for us to pay it forward. The Chesapeake's a big place, and I'm pretty excited that there's 11 harbor hosts along the Chesapeake to get people up and over. And it's such a great place to visit. And I know that there's sometimes, Kim, that you think that I'm trying to sabotage the great loopers by saying, oh, just come to the Chesapeake and spend the entire year there. It is a lot to see. We, we try to get them to maximize places to go, things to see, things to eat, events that are going on. So we're trying to make the Chesapeake one of their high spots on the trip. Yeah, and you're absolutely right on that, though. And the Chesapeake is always an example I use when I'm talking about the Great Loop for people doing it in segments. Uh, because, of course, if you're trying to do the loop on that kind of seasonal one-year or so schedule, um, 
you really don't have a lot of time to spend on the Chesapeake because you need to get up through the northern portions in the Great Lakes before the summer ends. But of course, people doing it in segments can spend a whole season on the Chesapeake, still not see everything. And I'm, I, we saw a whole group of gold loopers in this past summer who had finished, but they went back and, and just spent the summer on the Chesapeake. So it is a great boating area. And you mentioned, Foster, that there's several harbor hosts on the Chesapeake. One thing that I think is really neat is that often a group of the active harbor hosts kind of get together and kind of usher loopers through the bay, kind of handing them off one to another. So tell us a little bit about how that came about. So it was one of the, the things that we noticed that we would get last minute uh, calls from people and then we would go do some checking. For example, people would have checked in with Doug Smith and Solomon's and then they're suddenly at my doorstep. So we try to reach down. Uh, Paul Mellon in Norfolk is the most southern person, so we, we try to like keep touch with him, who's coming through, and then we'll pick which direction they're going to go. There's a, a new harbor host over in the Cape Charles, Virginia area. If people are going that way, we'll like give them his name and send them up. If they come up to Solomon's, and we give them Doug Smith's name and, and try to get them a hot scotch through. And because the local harbor hosts know the little local events that are going on, it's easier for them to focus on what people want. And it's easier because if somebody says, I have an engine problem or a steering problem or I need something and I'm going to be in Annapolis in three days or in Rock Hall in four days or whatever, then the local person knows the merchants there, the marina people there, and can set stuff up for them. So when they arrive, things go really smoothly. It's a, The base 400 miles long. It's hard for just one person to cover it, but the network makes it easy. And we've gotten good traction from the loopers saying, oh, yeah, I understand that you guys are going to hopscotch me through and do that. And, and they're very welcoming of an opportunity to get information fed to them. So, And then I'm, along with Susan, the last people up in the upper Chesapeake. We cover the Chesapeake, the C&D Canal, and then the Delaware Bay and then I help them get down the bay, down to Cape May, New Jersey, where Buffy's down there mm -hmm. to do that. So it's kind of a smooth handoff for the, the 600 miles you're up in between the Chesapeake and the Delaware Bays. And I think that's one of the things that's so nice for people who are perhaps a little bit reluctant or are starting from that area. They get exposed right away to some of the, the social aspect, but also some of the fact that loopers really are not out there alone. There's a network of about 300 actually harbor hosts out there um, that can kind of help you along the way. So Susan, what are some of the things uh, that you've done for your fellow members as harbor hosts, you and Foster? Um, well, I think uh, I listened to last year's podcast and I think uh, the thing that uh, I remember from it is going to the farmer's market because I love going to the farmer's market. So um, when we have an opportunity to uh, give people a ride somewhere, take them shopping, whatever, we always make sure we take them to that farmer's market because that's the most fun. Mm -hmm. And how about you, Foster? Anything stand out for you that you've done for fellow loopers? We do, we do a lot of odd odd things, and, and we try to make loopers uh, happy. Uh, we've taken loopers to the vets. They have sick dogs. Uh, we've taken people to the local VA hospitals and things like that to get medical care. So it's it's some people it's just docktails and a drink, and other people 
It's more shopping, like Susan said, running them around. We have a car available at Bohemia Bay Yacht Harbor that we've given people for a couple of days. If I get some notice that they can run around on and, and do some stuff. Oh, and we did have uh, a couple that needed help getting back home because the husband had suffered a back injury. Um, mm -hmm. So we picked them up. Um, they're, they're also friends of ours from our loop, um, but they haven't completed yet. We picked them up and took them to the airport. Um, and that helped them out quite a bit because he was in in pretty rough shape with his back. Mm -hmm. So those are just some of the things that uh, Foster and Susan do. Uh, and some is some of that is kind of standard what just about any harbor host would do for you. And a lot of that is above and beyond. As I said, this is your second year in a row being finalists for Harbor Host of the Year. But one of the things that I still see out there among members is a little bit of a hesitancy to call on their harbor hosts. And I think, you know, perhaps that they feel like they're asking too much or that they're bothering you or maybe you're busy and they don't want to disrupt your normal daily routine or pattern. Um, what would you say to people about why they should reach out to harbor hosts? Well, I think you need that support and we want to provide that support. That's that's the number one thing. And um, you shouldn't look at it as inconveniencing us since it's something that we're interested in doing. Right. And anything from you, Foster, yeah, it, to add to that? It, yeah, exactly. It's it's not a convenience. We're, we're happy to help you make your loop the, the best thing that's ever happened to you. So anything we can do, it's not a big imposition. I know that people know that I'm super busy with robotics and stuff, but once the loopers start up the the bay in May, that um, it's not a it's an open time. I can happy to help and bring them stuff and do stuff and you know just sit and talk about that. One of the things that we do try to help with is weather. The weather on the upper bay is pretty pretty standard stuff. So we're helping people on the like the lower bay call, ask about information and that. And then the Delaware Bay is always tricky. So we try to help people get the right weather window to do that. The other thing I try to get people to do is, is actually branch out of the loop. Like we've gotten um, Harbor Host Jack. I'm thinking Jack is a Harbor Host finalist. He came through our area last year, and we convinced them to go to Philadelphia. And they had a wonderful time up there. So it's a chance to get us to say, you know, just get off the, the main branch for a little bit. Mm -hmm. So obviously your harbor hosts are there waiting for everyone to reach out to them. So I hope that, that people will do that because I also don't like to see harbor hosts who stand up and volunteer and then don't get calls. <laughs> so for anyone listening, please reach out to them. Um, Foster and Susan will also be joining us at the Spring Rendezvous registration opened this week, and they will be presenting about the Chesapeake Bay. So it's a great time to meet them, um, to find out more about the bay, and then to have a friend already as you approach their area of the bay, and you can stop in and say hello to them there. So Foster and Susan, thank you for your service to your fellow loopers, and congratulations on being finalists again. Thanks, Kim. Thanks, Kim. It's a, it's like I said, it's a real honor to to be with such a great group of people. So we're excited, and we're excited to see Loopers, you know, in May to tell them all about the Chesapeake. That'll be fun. Yep, we'll see you there. Thank you both. We're going to take a break here and play a message from one of our sponsors. When we come back, we'll continue interviewing our Harbor Host of the Year finalists. Did you know that every mile of the Great Loop is covered by both the Waterway Guide and Skipper Bob? Use them to plan your Great Loop cruise and learn about the places you can visit. In the cockpit, important navigation info is always ready at your side, plus marina listings, anchorages, services, and so much more. 
Each Skipper Bob and Waterway Guide is updated yearly, and waterwayguide.com and skipperbob.net keep you current with navigation alerts, cruising news, fuel prices, and special deals. With the Waterway Guide and Skipper Bob at the helm, you'll always be on course. Order yours today at the AGLCA Ship Store at greatloop.org. Waterway Guide and Skipper Bob are proud sponsors at the Admiral level with AGLCA. We're back on Great Loop Radio. Voting for AGLCA members for their pick among the Harbor Host of the Year finalists is now open on the website. Just go to the homepage and look for the link under announcements to vote for the Harbor Host of the Year, and you will have to be logged in as a member to be able to vote. Our next Harbor Host of the Year finalists that we want to spotlight with you today are Beth and Rip Tyler, and of course, their Lab Cali, aboard Lab Partners. Um, Beth and Rip uh, have been Harbor Hosts for a little while now. Their story is a little bit different than some. We're going to be talking specifically to Beth this morning. So Beth, thanks for joining us today. You're very welcome. My pleasure. So tell us a little bit about why you and Rip decided to become Harbor Hosts. <laughs> Rip decided because I volunteered us. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted to give back to the looper community that was so wonderful to us while we were looping. Um, it was just, just that simple. Um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to be able to help other loopers coming through the area, and we have the ability where we live um, to do that. So we wanted mm-hmm. to take advantage of it. And your story's a little bit different. You're not quite gold loopers yet, and you actually came off of the loop, one of the reasons being to be able to host loopers on their way through past your home. So tell us a little bit about where you are harbor hosts and some of the things that you've done for members. What we did... 5,000 miles of the loop. We got to Punta Gorda, Florida uh, in December of 17, and we're the ones who accidentally sold their boat. Um, <laughs> and then, and it was a good thing. Um, we bought the boat for the loop. We knew we were going to sell it. We live in an area that's not easy to sell big boats, so um, it, it was a great opportunity, and we seized it, and we drove our stuff home, knowing that what our next boat would be would be a trailable trawler. We bought a Rossborough RF-246, and Rip spent the year while we were doing Harbor Host uh, outfitting that boat the way that he wanted it to cruise again. And in the middle of January this year, we started back in Punta Gorda, uh, trailered the boat down to there, started there, and we are finishing the last 700 miles of our loop as we speak. And um, as we speak, as Beth already told me, she is in Marathon, Florida, so that sounds delightful. It, it definitely is, and it's fun being back on the loop and being back near all of our other looper buddies, gold or not, um, and platinum or not. Mm-hmm. As a harbor host, you know, we did the normal things of helping people with navigation in the area or anchorages in the area in particular because we have a dog who won't go on the boat. We are more familiar with dog-friendly places to stop, and my husband having grown up and sailed in the Chesapeake Bay for 50 plus years. Um, we also were sort of the first link of, okay, here's what we think about the bay. Even though there's so many great harbor hosts all over the bay, we would still, you know, hang in there and, and give my first ideas and then go contact the other ones as you go up the way. Above and beyond that, Rip has actually helped um, a couple different loopers with some electrical issues because he's really good at that. And he's also fabricated some parts for people 
in um, our workshop that's on the property. And then above and beyond that, we are on the water with the ICW in view and have a pier that can accommodate two, three or four boats. Um, <laughs> we often had two boats. Um, one time we had three on our pier plus our boat, and then we put another boat at the next door neighbor's pier. Um, very friendly area. We're on Campbell Creek, North Carolina, which is about halfway between Oriental and Bellhaven. So sometimes it makes a good stop and sometimes it's too short of a day and people want to keep going past. Um, but as a nice break, we've had a close to 40 boats stop by the pier and then come up to the house and have docktails and drinks and whatnot and play with Callie and um, just a, a nice quiet, it's a real quiet anchorage, um, a very popular anchorage on Active Captain at Campbell Creek, but there's not a good place to take a dog to shore really except our pier. So it's very come in handy. <laughs> well, and obviously very hospitable of you to welcome everyone to your private pier um, and almost 40 boats. Is, that's amazing. And that's wonderful. So we thank you for that. Um, you you kind of mentioned that you decided to become a Harbor host to give back. Um, what are some of the things that others did for you along the way that made you want to give back? I, I'm not sure that we actually had the services of a Harbor host as we went around. Um, we were pretty self-sufficient and, and our boat did well. Uh, the captain did well with picking days to travel and whatnot. It was more the looper community and knowing that Harbor hosts were there uh -huh. if we needed them. Um, but the other loopers, number one, I ended up having a medical emergency in the Benjamin Islands and needed a fast boat to get me to a hospital and our boat's not was not fast um, and we had buddy boats with us in the anchorage and they did not blink and took me in 50 minutes from our anchorage back to Little Current to a hospital. It took my husband three hours uh -huh. to do the same thing um, and not knowing exactly what the emergency was, time could have been critical. Everything worked out great and I was able to go back to the boat later that afternoon, uh, but that was one of the amazing things that this community is all about. and above and beyond that boat that took me back, we happened to have uh, another buddy boat that were two paramedics, um, firefighters and paramedics on Firestorm. And they, Lori went with me the whole way with her medical kit just in case. And it was one-eyed dog on their 52-foot Hatteras that was the ambulance boat. Um, and I was very, very grateful and very secure in their transporting me when I was a mess. Yeah, and I remember when that happened, and it, it is very gratifying to see when loopers do come together and help each other out like that. Um, and it's something, that, you know, I think that's the boating community in general, but especially loopers, and it's not something you find everywhere today. So I love when I hear stories about that, and particularly, like in your case, when there's a very happy ending to it. So I'm glad that that all worked out. Um, so any favorite moments, or what has it meant to you to be able to give back in that way to be a harbor host for others? You know, honestly, every single boat that came past was a favorite. Um, mm -hmm. We had buddy boats who were just running up to the Chesapeake to play for the summer and then come back through. We had loopers that we had run with that were finishing their loop. Um, we had a couple Canadian boats a couple different times, which is a lot of fun. Um, 
we had people we'd never met who just reached out to us. Um, the only place that we showed that we had a um, private pier that was available with dock and electric. And oh, by the way, there's not any water because we're not going to let you put our well water into your tank. <laughs> uh, but we do have electricity uh, mm-hmm. for boats when they come by. Um, it was fun meeting people we'd never met before. Um, and, you know, all dogs and people are welcome up to the house and to have fun. But probably the highlight night was when we had three boats, two at our pier, one at the next door pier. We had eight people, four dogs, four guitars, and had a blast of a sing-along. <laughs> and I cannot thank Ocean Dancer enough for that night because they were amazing. Um, and it was a, a blast of a night, but each and every time was fun. It's, it definitely sounds like a blast. So you're coming to us from Marathon today, and we can hear the lovely ocean breeze in the background. Um, how long are you planning to stay in the Keys, and what's your plans from there? Uh, we hope to leave early next week. We're going to move up to Miami and see some friends, and then we're going to scoot pretty fast up the coast to Jacksonville. And then we want to cruise to St. John's. There are three looper buddies who are on the St. John's. Um, we want to go see all of them and cruise all the way down to Sanford and then back up to Jack's. And then we'll head on to Ladies Island, which is South Carolina, where we'll cross mm-hmm. our wake. And then we plan on coming on to Charleston and hanging for three or four days to celebrate. Well, definitely let me Charleston, know when you get here. We'd we love to will. get together from with Charleston, you. Yeah, from Charleston, we'll ripple run back to Punta Gorda. We'll drive back and pick up the truck and trailer, bring it to Charleston. We'll haul the boat and then we'll drive home from Charleston. And what are your future cruising plans? Because you said that you, you kind of knew that the, the original looping boat would not be your permanent boat and you've gone to a trailerable trawler. Um, so what are your continued cruising plans after that? Uh, we do want to go back and do the Georgian Bay and North Channel, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Uh, we'd like to do the Western Erie. We did not do any of the side trips on the loop. I don't think we did a single one. And one of the ones, and mainly because we knew we could come back with this boat. Mm-hmm. And we'd like to go do um, Chattanooga and Nashville, and we can start at one and run to the other and then go back and get the trailer, and we don't have to cross back again. Right. Uh, so that's some of it. We On the real bucket list is the Pacific, uh, Pacific Northwest. Very nice. So, yeah, we're seeing a lot of loopers go to trailerable boats for just that purpose, so they can kind of go back and – pick up the places that maybe they missed the first time around and then do some cruising beyond that. So sounds like an exciting time for you and Rip and for Callie. Um, so thank you and congratulations on being finalists for Harbor Host of the Year. And thank you for all of the great service that you've provided to your fellow loopers. No, you're very welcome and we have enjoyed it. I guarantee you more than any of the loopers have. Our next finalists for Harbor Host of the Year are Eric and Karen Martin. Uh, Eric and Karen, thanks for joining us and congratulations. Thank you very much. So for those who perhaps have not come across you yet on their loop travels, tell us where you serve as Harbor Hosts. Okay, well, we uh, we serve as Harbor Hosts at the uh, Trentport Marina, which is uh, at the entrance of the uh, Trent Waterway. So uh, the lock number one, uh, it's going down that way. You're going to cross us. 
And one of the things that some of the people who nominated you mentioned was that you've taken pictures of lots of loopers going through the, the big sign that says Gateway to the Trent Severn, which is really cool. And I had the pleasure of meeting you both when I was there last summer for the event that AGLCA did at Trentport Marina. And we're planning that again for this coming summer. So late June, um, looks like we'll be back at Trentport, which is really exciting. But one of the things that's a little bit different about you two perhaps than some of the other finalists is that you have not yet done the loop. So tell us as planners, what made you decide to become Harbor hosts? Well, we, uh, that's a funny story because we had never heard of the uh, loopers until uh, just a few years ago when uh, we met a bunch of loopers coming through the marina. And um, when we did, we found out all about this whole loop idea and uh, that started us looking into that. Uh, we joined up uh, online and um, as we joined up, I was looking for, okay, how can I best help out uh, in the association? And uh, clicked on a tab that talked about harbor hosting and. You know, that's a pretty simple thing to do, to turn around and greet people and just be friendly and make new friends. So that's, uh, that's how we started off. <laughs> You're right. It is a pretty simple thing to do. But obviously, the two of you have gone above and beyond because we have about 300 harbor hosts around the loop, I think. And there were a total of four couples who became finalists because multiple people nominated them for Harbor Host of the Year. And you're one of the four. So obviously you did something in addition to greeting people. So tell us about some of the things that you did for loopers who are coming through Trentport this past season. Well, um, to start with, um, this, this is really, uh, this past season was really our first season as, uh, as Harbor Host, our first full season as Harbor Host. Um, so the previous season we had started off, we had, we were kind of trying to figure out what we would be doing. And um, one of the things that uh, that we do is we try to reach out to as uh, many loopers as possible. Um, you're, you're always sending out the, uh, the Harbor host reports. And I yes. use those to contact uh, loopers along the way. Um, so that's one of the things that I do. Um, and then after that, uh, we don't actually live in Trenton, so that's another part of the the puzzle. We actually live up in Ottawa, and uh, we're only down in Trenton uh, on our boat uh, during the weekends, and we spend our holidays uh, down in uh, in Trenton on our boat as well. So uh, in doing that, uh, one of the things that we've done is uh, we just, every time we see one of those looper burgies, so please keep flying your birdies, <laughs> the, the way that we identify loopers, um, we'll just go up to the boat if, uh, and knock on the hall. And if somebody's there, that's great. Uh, if nobody's there, we uh, leave one of our boat cars behind and uh, to let people know that we did show up and that we're around. Um, and then the other thing that we've done is Karen's been really good at it. I'll let her talk about it a little bit. She's uh She's actually put together a uh, an information package that we've instructed to uh, the marina staff to hand out to loopers whenever they show up at the uh, at the marina. So I'll let Karen talk about that. Yeah, that that's great. That and that's a great thing to do for the members. So Karen, tell us a little bit about what's in that information packet. Well, I kind of went on uh, a bunch of websites because I figure when you're going through the Trent Severn, not everybody's going to have access to the internet, so it's um, 
it started off with a pretty simple document and I just kept adding to it when I found out more information. And then last year, we, uh, was it last year? Yeah, we went to uh, Peterborough ourselves. So I kept track of a lot more information as we were traveling and I've incorporated that in into the document. And it pretty well tells you about every lock, uh, what side you should be um, tying, tying to, to and uh, what size house house is on and uh, any um, anchorages that I've read about so we put those in there we have asked people to to give us feedback we I think I've only gotten a couple of comments from people but uh, I haven't gotten anybody sending me back messages saying stuff was wrong so hopefully everything's okay <laughs> usually um, no news is good news yeah <laughs> right but I and I even sent it to the guy who does is in charge of the Trent Severn waterway um, to have him look at it and he hasn't gotten back to me yet i don't know sure. if he will but uh anyway i've done that to see if he could in give me even more information but uh yeah, yeah so the reason we did it is because because we're only there on weekends and the holidays that we miss people so this way we can still give information to people even though we're not there yeah well, and that's well, hugely helpful sure that they tell people the uh when they check in that they're loopers because that's they'll get the, the package right away. Right, yeah, and that's and hugely helpful for people who, because the, the Trent Severin is a highlight for so many people, so as much information as they can gather as they're entering, it, it is just perfect. Yeah, and we've, I've even added uh, like uh, highlights of what to see along the way at each stop, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where there's uh, power and water and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. do the two of you have any plans at this point to do the loop at some point in the future? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, the we're 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 still working, so uh, mm -hmm. that's the bad four-letter word work. It and, certainly uh, is. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but we're about uh, four years off from actually uh, starting up our our journey. Um, our plan is, uh, as soon as we uh, retire, we'll be uh, selling everything and moving on to our boat permanently. And uh, the loop is. Uh, basically going to be our first thing that we do, which is going to usher us into uh, retirement living. Uh, so it, it allows us to slow down, but uh, not slow down completely and, you know, keep us busy at the same time. So it's a nice little transition into, uh, into a, a more sedate lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So as members who are still planning the loop, um, because our other finalists are either gold loopers or mm -hmm. one couple that's done about 5,000 miles of the loop. So pretty, pretty near finishing. And we do have lots of Harbor hosts who are planners. So tell us as the, the planners in the group of finalists, what has being Harbor hosts meant to you um, in terms of preparing for your own loop? Well, you, you get to talk to a whole bunch of loopers. So uh, exactly. you, get, <laughs> you get all sorts of information from all over the place. Um, we have, uh, we have met people who are basically from all walks of life and that uh, that live all along the loop. Uh, it's it's unbelievable, uh, you know, how many people you meet, and um, it's um, it's really just just meeting these people, talking to them, and finding out uh, in their own home waters. Uh, you know, it, it helps you plan things out that way as well because you're getting inside knowledge. Um, so uh, we get just as much out of harbor hosting as uh, as the people that we help, and uh, we have helped people along the way. Um, uh, 
You know, we've we've had people that have had medical issues. We've had people who have had uh, mechanical problems, and uh, we've we've been able to just help people out uh, whichever way we can. Uh, so, you know, one of the things that I I tell people is don't be shy and yeah, look us up. Even if even if you call me on my phone uh, when you're on your way, uh, I could be at work and if there's something that's that's needed or you need some information on something, I can definitely help out. Um, so that's, that's, yeah, that's just one of the things we do. Um, the other thing that we may be known for a little bit are our dock tales that we host on the, uh, on the back of our boat. So um, we, we generally try to get, especially on weekends, we'll try to get as many loopers together, have everybody over and introduce people to, uh, to some of their, uh, fellow loopers and uh and just have a, a good time having some drinks and hors d'oeuvres and uh exchanging stories so it's it's a lot of fun yep and that's what it's all about and Trentport is a great stop so if anybody's listening and arrives there kind of midweek and, and karen and eric won't be there till the weekend it's a great place to wait a few days for them to arrive because uh beautiful little town and really first class marina there at Trentport. so we're excited to be headed back there late this summer um so for those of you who are listening who have now been inspired to become a harbor host, like Eric and Karen, you can do so by logging on to the greatloop.org website as a member and going to your profile. There is a link there to get involved and just check the harbor host box and that's all you need to do to join up as a harbor host. If you're looking for harbor hosts, if you are a member, there are a few ways to find that on the website, but the easiest way that leads you to the different search directories is to go to member resources and then harbor hosts and you'll you can search for them in a few different ways from there eric and karen martin out of trent port marina thank you for joining me today and thank you for all the service you've provided to other loopers this year congratulations on being finalists yeah, well, thank you. it's our pleasure and thank you for everybody who nominated us for uh for you know, this this honor really is what it is um we're completely beside ourselves i the 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 harbor host uh, award is one thing and uh that's not why we do it we we do it because we really enjoy it and i like drinking margaritas so you know i have to have somebody <laughs> to drink with and uh <laughs> that's well said <laughs> i'm sure you're in good company on that one <laughs> thank you both and to our lis listeners thank you for joining us again this week we'll be next we'll be back next week with another episode of great loop radio until then safe cruising